Hey everyone, and welcome to the emo van. Today we have pomegranate tea. Hi guys. I know I've hey, we've already up? said hi, but awesome, awesome. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing great. How are you doing? Good, good. I had something I wanted to ask. Right. Oh no, this is what I wanted to bring up. You uh, were all of you at the uh, um. Maxiel show, or was yes. it Jay? Oh, all of you? Okay, okay. Because when I first reached out to you, um, you sent me a picture of you with Corey. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. both had, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, we that we hit off on that. We both got to meet Corey and hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a cool show. Yeah, that and was super I went hard. to I went to go see him at um, O'Brien's. When he did oh, that yeah. that stint of things, that was cool too. A lot less people. There was like twenty people there for the whole <laughs> thing. It was fucked up. Like not including the other <laughs> bands, but really cool. But did they uh, did they open on that show or? Yeah, they were. They uh, it was him and Dan Daniel um, okay. that were that did that little like tour with all those little um, places, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that was um, But I almost went to see him twice because Shazand was playing in Connecticut. But that yeah. would have just been fucked up because I was going to go to... I was going to go to the first one at O'Brien's and then the next day I was going to go to Sad Summerfest to see Destroy Boys and then go from <laughs> that opening show to Connecticut in time to... Like, get there just in time to see... Jofus again and then <laughs> see Chowzan on but I didn't end up doing that because that would have just been a fucked up like 24 hours to yeah, do that yeah. shit but anyways um so <laughs> tell me about the band like a good history of pomegranate tea just from exactly where you guys started I should send him a picture text message of, hey, yeah. Squid, when are you coming back from school? Yeah. Oh, middle of March sometime. Cool, we're starting a band. <laughs> Math yeah. rock. And that was it. That, that was, that was uh, the start of Pomegranate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me and Reese, we've been playing. I have it saved somewhere. Yeah, maybe you can find that. Me and Reese have been playing music together sister. for like five years probably, right? Now, about five yeah. years. Since, since 2017, 2018. Yeah, I think maybe even before that. 2016. No, no, no. So, um... Matt's the reason why I started playing bass, um, because he, he just was just like, hey, you're going to make a band with me. Uh, go learn bass. Like, <laughs> Tell me a little bit of bass. Yeah. And this is like when we were still in high school. I was uh, I was think I was going to go into my senior year, and this guy was still like a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we did a lot of Green Day shit together, and then like we had a band. like We had like a, a punk band before um, Pomegranate Tea. Yeah, we were in the coverts and we did a lot of stuff and we were, we were kind of like on a roll um, and then COVID happened and it kind of, obviously everything stopped and I yeah. kind of was like, I felt like that had come to an end. So I wanted to write more uh, like mathy, like emo stuff. So when I was locked in my house during COVID, I was working on kind of like, uh, kind of writing like origami angel type stuff. And uh I told Reese I wanted to be like really serious about it, and I was looking for 
uh, a drummer for it, and I worked with Squid at Ace Hardware. <laughs> Squid's like a Squid's a drummer in a Christian heavy metal band, so I don't know if it would work. But we just came to his house and started playing one day some songs he wrote, and it ended up being really good. So the one is a Christian hardcore band. <laughs> Most hardcore. <laughs> Sorry, and, and it's kind of funny because I'm not particularly religious either. This guy, so it's the only guy in his house that's not religious. <laughs> <laughs> It was was it, like oh, we're all saved by the blood of Jesus. I'm like, I'm just here. I'm just here to play the drums with I, you guys. I, I drum, so it's, <laughs> that's yeah, hilarious. So playing and, and then you find out that like I'm actually good at drums, like all, all different <laughs> yeah. styles. So. Yeah, we found out like we were like, is this gonna work? And then like we played together, and Matt and I were like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was. Gonna hit. I was. Tra- I had an instructor for like three and a half years, and he taught me like everything. So yeah. Everything. Okay. I got. I can play reggae. I can play jazz. I can play emo math rock. <laughs> well, good. So you got. You have all the different options. You guys could just completely switch genres if you yeah. really wanted to. Honestly. Just <laughs> oh. <laughs> go go from death metal to reggae to bossa nova. I mean, I'm fucking I'm, I'm studying classical tuba at college right now, so you know we we really got you the can, whole shebang. Yeah, <laughs> do anything really. <laughs> and that's awesome. So what was the name always? Was that always just in your head, or was this just? Was it Pansies first? Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to call it Pansies after the flower. And then it was and like hardware, but like not really. It never became hardware. Yeah, my buddy Garrett wanted us to call it hardware. I wanted to call it Pansies because when I was in high school, everyone would call me that. And <laughs> especially Reese, me and Reese are kind of like not like the manliest men ever. So we kind of just got called that. And I thought it was cool like, that it was a flower. It would kind of be like a, like a flower theme. Yeah. But we decided on pomegranate tea over it. Oh, okay, yeah, so like, was it just, you just suddenly picked that name? There's no like no, process. Yeah, <laughs> it took us, like yeah. what we started recording. We started like recording stuff for, like for the band in like March, and it wasn't until like May when we were like just about to release things. Well, it, there, like, was, there was like there, there was like a whole year in there where we were just like. It was, it was we were May. floating band names like all the time. Yeah, like the stuff. whole year, like when we were writing and trying to prepare for like the EP release, we were, we still didn't have a name until like maybe like a few weeks or like a before. month before. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. on, there's just a bunch of Facebook chats that are just like, they're just like, oh, should we call ourselves like Boneless Boy? <laughs> like, this play. what were the other ones? Like, balloon? No, Boneless 64. Boneless 64. <laughs> I, have a, I have a notebook where I write all the songs with a whole page of names, and they were all total ass. So I got pomegranate tea, and I was like, "Hey, if we call ourselves pomegranate tea, we can call it palm tea for short. It would sound cool." And and we can like market a tea, like at some point get like an official tea. Yeah, I got, I got <laughs> that some merch. That's a merch yeah. item you can so sell. Yeah, Lipton or something. <laughs> pomegranate tea, but like yeah. us. Squid's mom just gave me that like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I couldn't remember the name of the retirement party song, but that's passion fruit tea. I couldn't think. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I literally just looked it up while you were talking about that. But that's almost <laughs> that's similar to way the way they did. Um, I talked to Arcadia Gray last night, and they they kind of did it the same way with the uh with the name. They just sat there and sent text messages to the group chat just until um. 
someone <laughs> came up with one of them was just like wasn't even trying to come up with one they were just sending names and it's just text message after text message after text message but yeah it's yeah. the first guy that sends one that's like tolerable and then it probably sticks yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but that's a that's always a fun question um one thing that always that i think's pretty funny about it is um prince daddy Corey doesn't tell anyone the real story <laughs> so every time he's asked he's it's a different story. It's just a complete mystery. I'd love to know the actual name, but I think that's pretty funny. Because that's what I that's what I do when people ask me what I do for work. I don't well, I'll be like, oh, you know, I get by and that's it. And then yeah. they think I'm like selling drugs or something. And I'm okay with that, but yeah. <laughs> depends on who's asking. Yeah. So um what are your guys like influences for like your sound or is it just you know what i mean yeah so yeah so that's like what's interesting about this band is that there's three unique influences coming together so a lot of my stuff is very like um i come from like a very punk kind of background like i was in that me and reese were in that punk band for a while so everything that i want to do is kind of like fast and recently especially on a lot of the new stuff that we're writing there's a lot of like charmer in there there's a lot of Prince Daddy, Joyce Manor, a lot of Origami Angel, but I'm trying to try to get away, get away from that. <laughs> Reese brings in like a like a classical like music education. Background. Very music theory based. So like I, I guide. Um, so like pretty much he'll he'll put like most of the song together on his own, and then I'll put a lot of like oh like if you change this harmony or if you change like this chord to this, like it'll sound so like amazing Start or whatever. A bit. So like yeah, I bring in a lot of the tweaking stuff, and I'm also heavily influenced off of like matt's taste too just like i love muse yes, so much muse, i love muse, i love what they pull but just like also big gami fan i mean i got the whole shirt right here <laughs> he's got the whole shirt. nice gami shirt. i'll be at the show at the palladium with this exact shirt on if anyone's yeah. gonna be there oh yeah i'll see you there then so <laughs> yeah we're gonna be there but and yeah. there's me who uh i don't know like literally everything just about it's <laughs> like <guy>. essentially <laughs> I don't know, because the way I approach it is I'm always trying to, like, explore rhythms and all that that would fit in, like, the grid. And so from there, I, c I can be, like, rigid. Like, I love, like, death metal and, like, all that crazy fast shit. And then at the same time, though, like, I don't know, progressive, like, odd time signature modulation stuff. And so, like, especially <laughs> if you listen to, um, if you listen to Squidward Tentacles Sucks Eggs, uh... <laughs> In that song, believe it or not, there's, you know, your typical one, two, three, four backbeat, but the snare is doing like all, it's like bouncing all around the grid of like the two and the four. And so that's, that's like taken from like all my, not jazz, but like all my influence that my instructor taught me and like bouncing around the time signatures and all that and making it fit in the four, four grid. So yeah, like, I don't know, like uh, everything, like sometimes yeah. it's even just a song, I'll hear a beat in a song. And I'll be like, oh, wait a second. That beat could fit here Take if I down. tweak it like this. <laughs> and so it's like, I don't know. I don't really have like a, a big singular influence. It's more like, honestly, just a section from a song that I thought was cool. Yeah. That I then learn and incorporate that idea into what I play. Awesome. So can you guys like actually read sheet music? Yes. Yeah, we yeah. all, that's one of the things that. That's, 
properly educated. <laughs> when, yeah, when we go to a when we go to a show, a lot of the people there um, oh, no, don't started. don't have like a background in like actually like a base of music. So mm-hmm. which is fine, by the way, which is, which is perfectly fine. No, it's not. Well, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I'm things. playing in a band with you and you don't know what a quarter note is, there's a problem. Well, that's well, yeah, that's different. But we all come from like actual like uh, band and orchestra backgrounds from yeah. when we were in school and stuff. So like, like Reese plays the tuba literally professionally in college, and we, that's all I do. That's how we know each other. <laughs> so and then Squid, um, I never did it in school. Well, I did musicals in school. That I did music for, but then I was I was like just took lessons outside of school and all. Yeah, that. yeah. Everyone, everyone I've talked to has, they don't, they don't know how to read sheet music (laughs) or like any like music theory or anything. Um, From someone who has paid thousands of dollars into like this shit, it's not important. (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm not going to, I am because I've, you don't understand. I'm not going to name any names or, I mean, obviously the other band that I'm in, but like I have to deal with musical ineptitude all the time and it's annoying are they gonna hear this <laughs> probably not Yo, they, don't, fucking, bro. they don't care i don't <laughs> care like honestly it's like i'm like guy hold it this for two measures it's like basic four chord progressions like hold this one for two measures and then the next one is like it's like two one and one so it's a it's a section of four right yeah and he doesn't do it he, i'm like play me a g chord he's like, <laughs> like go home yeah uh, everyone most everyone just either reads tabs or That's just acceptable. understands like, I, the the formula of creating something from what yeah, i've from people i've talked to which if i'm like play like a to d to g if you don't know how to do that guy, you're gone like i'm not <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> it's, it's definitely possible to do it without the musical background but you definitely have an advantage hard. yeah you, you especially if like one person speaks musically and the other person just doesn't they can't communicate yeah, and it's annoying. But it, but I, it shouldn't discourage anyone from even attempting. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely. I would say learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're out there, you're trying to learn to write music and play in a band. The best thing you can do is learn how to read basic sheet music, and you'll be way better off. <laughs> like basic theory on your instrument. Yeah. Yeah, theory is more important than sheet music. Fucking guy, squid came to fight, bro. I, I am. <laughs> this is a thing that annoys me. Just so much is the people's like, oh, I don't need, I don't need music theory. I play by feel. I'm like, shut up, go home. <laughs> that the music theory part of it, no one I've talked to has ever said anything about knowing music theory. That's the other yeah. thing, not at all. But well, to tell you the truth, it's funny because it, we're probably giving off the impression that we use a lot of music theory, but we, we don't. don't. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like he he really actually does play by feel because he's in like tunings that like people don't really you know document that much online. Yeah, so it's really coming up with like all of this cool shit, and then I I can hear the chords, I can yeah, hear like what they are. Perfect pitch so, to be here. Yeah, that, that's not important. But <laughs> um, but then like from there like that's what I mean. Like I come in and I'm like, oh, if you tweak this, like not to make it conform, but like I like the originality that like Matt provides on the guitar. It's like crazy, and then like. I'll come in and I'll like, like with the vocal harmony specifically, yeah, like that needs to be dissonance. pretty on, on, on the spot. Adam yeah. Liner 7. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about music theory or sheet music or anything. I played like percussion in middle school. So the last time I like looked at sheet music was 
like 10 years ago, but <laughs> that was that was another time. Um, so when like all the things you guys are talking about, I just have no fucking clue. <laughs> but you can play a G minus seventh over A. <laughs> I don't even play an instrument. <laughs> I was like the whole like point of the podcast to begin with was like to do something with the community and I was like well I can't be in a band because I'm just <laughs> incapable of understanding so I'll just do this instead and talk to people who are capable of understanding <laughs> and doing it so and you guys you're in mass right yeah, yeah. Southeastern Rhode mass. Island right now currently but yeah oh okay half of us are in southeastern mass well two-thirds two of us and then He's, uh, my he's house in and Rhode practice Island. base is Rhode Island, Tiverton. So, like, I could throw a rock to Massachusetts. It's right okay. over the border. We yeah. Have, like, so it's not like a crazy, a crazy drive or anything. So what? Know. So what's the scene like there for like the emo? There's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> We've yeah. never in in the uh, three years I've been playing live music, I've never played a show within probably uh, thirty miles of my house. I, actually, I, I played a a show with my old band and. Providence, and that was twenty minutes away. That We're was talking not Providence. No, no, we played in we played at um, AS two twenty. Oh yeah, but also News Cafe. News Cafe in Pawtucket, which is like the same kind of distance. Like venue yeah. wise, we've been in the Providence area just a few times, but yeah, like Boston, with our old band. But honestly, there's a lot of really good local stuff happening, um, like community wise. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. lots of stuff like near Boston that we've come up to. Like we've done a couple of shows. Um summer this year um with some really cool people we love them um there used to be a, a really busting uri like uh, north smithfield kind of providence scene going on and it kind of died down after covid yeah, yeah. south of um the jbc southern boston there was this place called the jefferson bear cottage which was just like um a college student's like like rented dorm house and he literally turned it into like just this, this greatest house show venue like almost every other week he was just throwing like banger shows and like <laughs> the coverts played at a couple of them um they were just so memorable so many great things happened but sadly you know he graduated but he's looking to start something again but when that comes back um the rhode island scene is going to be booming yeah for real, so that's awesome yeah at least there's like a remnant of a scene you know what i mean like around here it's just like fucked like we yeah. got a venue we got like meadowbrook the bank of new hampshire pavilion only country yeah. shows or like pitbull was, <laughs> pitbull was there like last month so that was a lot of people wanted to go to that and uh we got a venue that's like literally i could just walk down the street to it and um that one has like trapped and uh who else is going <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're still um, together. I thought, well, yeah, they, uh, Buck Cherry. Like nobody cares about anymore, but they're still there. Yeah, so Buck it's Cherry. funny. The um the poster that's on the like venue wall or like outside the venue, all it said on the poster is like trapped, and then the band picture, and then in the little corner there was a section that says will be playing, and then like their five like songs that people know. <laughs> like that was the it, selling point. They will be playing Headstrong. Don't worry. That is on the set list. Song people know him for. Yeah, yeah I I guess there's like two other ones people know him for, but it's yeah. they're like, I don't know. I remember hearing them on my iHeart Radio playlist when I was like 14. 
Records. Yeah, that's what I like when I was like a kid. I remember hearing Trapped on the radio, but now it's just I don't know how they still get venues, and it's like the perfect little like club space for like any of the bands that I listen to and probably you guys listen to too. And it's like they just have like Buck Cherry. Why? Well, Who like at, they can sell. They can pull like a like a small audience and sell a ton of beer to them. That's all the venues. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and like half the people I listen to, a lot of the people that go to those shows aren't even old enough to drink. So (laughs) (laughs) sometimes I feel out of place at some of the shows I go see. Honestly, but I will always I'll go until my hair's gray and I'm in a wheelchair. And I'll mosh until I can't <laughs> oh, yeah, mosh anymore. It'll be that'll be the last thing I stop doing. Like I want right people there. to be afraid to hit me because I'm so old and frail. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then you still you go to like a, punch a, a mosh pit. Yeah. And you're like 80. You have your cane. You're just doing in a circle pit, like whipping it around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> circle pits, though. Those are scary. Dude, don't even get me started on pits, bro. I don't even. <laughs> Oh yeah, you die. I'll just make this. Short. Not even like actual pits though. It's like just three people who just get clocked every time. <laughs> well, I, I, we were we were at the Joyce Manor show in New York. Oh happened. really? Yeah, we drove all the way down there, and it was cool. It was like great. The first three bands played. It was awesome. Prince Daddy played. Yeah. And then uh, Joyce Manor came on, and uh, they shut all the lights off in the pit, mm-hmm. so you couldn't see anything. And they obviously they started playing self-titled, and it, everyone went crazy. And everyone started stampeding and falling oh, no. over, <laughs> and people were getting really hurt. And uh, I was like, I was like, I kept almost falling over, and I was like, Yeah, what the fuck am I stepping on right now? And I looked down, oh, no. and I was literally stomping on some young woman's face. Oh it was no! Floor up, and everyone kept falling over. It was terrible. People got really hurt. So I, I was, I, I was running around to all the security, like screaming in their faces to do something, to, like help them. People were getting hurt. And they weren't listening. I actually, I ran actually behind the stage and screamed at the bass player, Prince Daddy. And he didn't even, he thought I was drunk. I wasn't even drunk. So I was fucked up. So. Oh, yeah, you yelled at the bit, the big guy with the beard, Adam. You yeah. yelled at Adam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I was drunk. I was like, people are getting hurt. You got to do something. He's like, what? Like, what? <laughs> so yeah, I was fucked up. Yeah, that that's just a given. If they're playing self-titled and that's all they're playing and all those, you know what I mean? How was yes. it like packed? It must have been packed. It was only a pit. It was like only just a show. I've oh, never course. seen a mosh pit that big. There was probably like six hundred people in the pit. It was Whoa. fucking crazy. That's insane. Sure. Yeah. There was, I don't know how many people were there. I'd love to get a number, but I remember looking back right before they went on and like that was when everyone had arrived. And there was there was so many fucking people there. It was crazy. It was so bad. It was like that's why not... it was crazy. Yeah, I had it's to like... like step out like after a constant headache. Well, well, they played through it in one go. Like all of self-titled, constant headache was done, and then they went into hard tattoo, which is another banger. Like yeah. they're all bangers. But, like I was like I couldn't breathe just because like holding myself up. I was getting so fatigued, like trying to like battle other people, and I had to like remove myself and just sit down for like. Like thirty minutes, like it was bad. Awful, bro. Yeah. Did they play uh, Done Right Discount Flooring. Did they? Done Right Discount Flooring. Is that Joyce Manor? Yeah. Oh, that's like a really old demo, isn't it? 
I don't know, but it's a banger song. Uh, I don't think they did it. They didn't play it. Damn it. They played it's like the, the one song I know from them. That and like Beach Community, because we almost played it. I think that's on their, their new record. Whatever. I'll look at it later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the whole fatigue thing, that's the at the end of the night. I could imagine a pit like that being like you get beat to shit pretty quickly because there's so many people. But I always, yeah. at the end of it, I'm always just, it's the most tired I ever am. It's the most physical <laughs> exertion, everything. And you're also, like, screaming lyrics, too, so it's not like you're getting yeah. the right amount of air into your lungs, so you're just, like, fucking exactly. dead. You're also dehydrated because you don't want to pay $6 for a bottle of water. Yeah, that, like, too. Um, when, I saw, when I saw Prince Daddy at the Sinclair, which was a fucking insane show, um, they, uh, they ran out of, like, the jugs. Like there was no water at one point, and I was like pissed because I was dying. I was so sweaty. That's like a health concern. Yeah, it needs to be like a law that water is free at any concert. It's super yeah. Hard. Most of the ones I go to, they have the jugs, and you can get a cup or whatever and just help yourself. But I mean, I've spent I don't know the the show in um, Somerville. The waters were only a buck, so I bought like five immediately. But yeah, that was good. That was a good show. The one in Joyce Manor, they were like three bucks for like a small can, like kind of like a can of Sprite's worth of water. And like Jesus it wasn't Christ. even like um, carbonated. It was just like regular water in a can. Huh. Like a soda. Canned water. <laughs> That's yeah. interesting. Lots huh. of water. And, and it was $3, which is like the cost of like a whole 24 pack of like Poland. Of or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They fucking rob you. But that's the <laughs> that's the game, I guess. While we're like falling over from dehydration because we're all pushing each pushing and shoving each other. Um <laughs> all right. So how do you guys get into the uh the scene? And when I ask this, I don't mean like the band, I mean like the individual. Like what got you into emo or punk music or whatever type of music you listen to? Well, squid answer to that funny. is just me. Yeah, my answer <laughs> to that is he asked me to be in a punk band. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I've never really listened to punk. Like, I was aware of it, but I never, like, really delved into it. Yeah. And I'm now playing in one, and so I kind of had to... Oh, look, there's such a bunch of fucking wild animals. <laughs> back backyard, anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, so basically it was, hey, we're playing in a punk band. I'm like, all right. Uh cool (laughs) and so now i'm like i'm getting into um i have a playlist that i have like all kind of the joyce manor origami angel shit like that it's kind of boomer so he's still gonna keep referring to it as punk so i apologize math rock what do you call it squid is like it it, it's like it's just it's just emo music essentially it's a derivative of punk music like i'm not wrong you could say fourth wave or fifth wave yeah yeah, that's what we are we're we're fifth wave emo okay anyway like what you think punk is still like what harm's way and like that's more hardcore but yeah it's just not not the right area <laughs> punk is not done in this tuning i know that but, um, <laughs> i think that's but what yeah, just separates that. it honestly that's what it is but yeah for me really um matt found origami angel like maybe like three months four months after um summer city came out yeah yeah Gar- buddy garrett showed it to yeah me he, he showed me and then I fell in love with that, and I just started, like, listening to all, like, you know, like, on Spotify, like, oh, for fans of Oregon and Angel or, like, whatever, like, and then I just started getting to, like, Jail Socks, Max Seal, um, yeah. fucking, just, like, all and those great everyone, people. Everyone that was on uh, Chatterbot Records and stuff like that at yeah. that time, and, and uh, 
and counterintuitive. I'm trying to think back to the first time I ever listened to something that was really obscure like that, though. I think it was when I was at work one day. Uh, my buddy Garrett is like the fifth time I mentioned him. He's like the hmm. secret, like, fourth member of this band. <laughs> so, he's like my manager at work. He's like one of my best friends. Uh, when I first started working at Ace Hardware with him, I thought that he hated me. So I was trying to figure out a way for him to like me. Yeah. <laughs> want to go to work miserable. And I saw on his Facebook page that he liked mom jeans. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I don't really like mom jeans, but I'll try to listen to them again. So I listened to them again and I was like, actually, you know, this is pretty fucking tight. Actually, I was sick as fuck. I, I had like a, I was super dehydrated. I was laying in bed one day and I fell asleep listening to something and mom jeans auto played. And I was like, yo, this is tight. <laughs> so I went into work. I was like, "Yo, I like mom jeans. You like mom jeans? <laughs> yeah, I like mom jeans." He started dumping. He, he started dumping bands on me. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, listen to this and this and this. And it wasn't even all just DIY. It was kind of there was some pup in there, fiddler, and then from there I started just pulling away like Spotify autoplay, Discover Weekly, uh, YouTube recommended, and then me and Reese were just like, it it all changed when we found Jail Socks, dude. Jail Socks is like <laughs> that's like. Yeah, and then I dragged Squid in on the on the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. There's actually funny enough, the the EP. Bro, what the, the fuck is, is that beard hair, bro? You've got a beard hair this long, bro. Pull it's that like, out. Tell, yeah, pull it out. That's gross. Oh, what the fuck, dude? It won't come out. There we go. I got it. Look right. how long it, that is. That's gross. It happens. Anyway, it happens. <laughs> the funny thing is, like on that first EP. Uh, all those drumming beats is basically me playing a punk, like trying to play punk songs from not really having listened to any punk. <laughs> so that's why they're probably kind of unconventional. It's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Um... Fifth wave emo math rock, if you want me to be <laughs> technical about it. <laughs> um... <laughs> the fans are gonna hate you, bro. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be like the antagonist of the scene. Oh my god! <laughs> you're like um, <laughs> you're like the villain. You're like MF Doom of the. Uh... <laughs> Look, I'll just start calling it rock and roll. How about that? <laughs> I think that's when when people would start uh not liking what you're saying. <laughs> um. It's fun. Uh, Mom jeans was my first like introduction into something that was like a lot, you know, yeah. less known. Although they're pretty, you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah. Um, but I was listen like someone like mentioned the front bottoms to me once, and that's like all I ever listened to, and I still mm -hmm. like only almost listen to them. But um, from there, like I was in Colorado for a year, and that's how I found like most of. The bands like Michael Sarah Palin and stuff like that, but uh, you don't even get me started. Oh yeah, Michael Sarah. Oh fuck. Woo! They're so it's insane how good they are. They released that um, the vinyl. They only yeah. re released a hundred, like they have three hundred, but they only released a hundred and they were sold out in five minutes. Dude, I was I was begging for Chatterbot to do a press of that before they kind of shut it down. Yeah. Every Twitter, I'm like, yo, you should press this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you do a press of this, please. And then never happened, bro. Yeah, it it sold out so fast. It was ridiculous. And I was like, how, like, I have a buddy that lives in South Carolina that's a huge fan. And I sent them the link or the post or something. And then I sent them a message and I was like, never mind. It sold out 
in like minutes. <laughs> Sorry, just be on the lookout. They're gonna do like another two like releases of it or whatever because they have the they have like two hundred left or whatever they're whatever they're doing. But a lot, I feel like a lot of those bands just aren't um aren't aware of how big they are. Yeah, I mean Michael Sarah Palin. It it's weird because they like Spotify numbers are uh, super weird. They have like a hundred thousand monthly listeners. Yeah, and probably because their songs pop up on autoplay a lot mm-hmm. and like just but they do have like a really substantial like cult following too. Like probably like five or ten thousand people that like religiously listen to their to their music. It's yeah, so pretty cool. Yeah, it's wild. And I mean, like the whole the same thing with like Mom Jeans too. I, it's just they they got upgraded from the upstairs of the Palladium a, to the main stage, and mm-hmm. that's at a low ticket count at this point now too. And that yeah. place holds like three thousand people. Yeah, which is wild. Oh, uh, dude, we're fucked, bro. <laughs> Speed choice made our all, all over again. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be Save Face, Origami Angel, and mom jeans that's fucked up that's a fucked up lineup i'm not gonna be ready for mom jeans i need like an adrenaline shot before i go there. we'll be dead we'll be dead before origami angel comes up just because of save face it's fucked up their new record is so tight oh it's gonna yeah it's sweet or i don't know if it's out yet but no uh it comes out later this year they have two singles out right now this year this month it comes out in october i'm pretty sure but okay it's pretty sweet. Very cool stuff coming from them. Um, I already talked about the scene. I have all these notes that I try to read off of, but it's pretty much just the same notes over and over and over again. Um, and we talked about where you guys... That chainsaw? I'm not sure you can hear that. What? <laughs> There's some guy, There's one of my t- neighbors is running a chainsaw right now. <laughs> no, I, I can't hear it. That's a lot like where I'm, I'm from. Are you like close to like things like a downtown area or anything? I feel like it's a very New England thing where it's like you live in like a city, but you're like <laughs> still in the middle of fucking nowhere because the dude across the street is <laughs> like definitely. cutting down his trees. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just happen to have buildings here. Yeah. In New Hampshire, it's just like a few brick buildings and. Yeah. Houses. Yeah, it's kind of how it is in Maine, too. That's where I go to school. And it's like a brick building, a house, a giant freaking forest. It's like one city and then 25 miles of highway, another town, 25 more miles of highway. Yeah, it's it's so weird how, like, I'm not that far away from Boston. I'm like an hour and a half-ish. So, I like, you're on the highway to get to Boston, and you're just surrounded by trees the entire way and then it's boston and then you come back (laughs) and it's like one in the morning and no one's on the highway and it's pitch black because there's no lights on the highway and you're just scared you're gonna hit someone head on from some fucking redneck that's hammered driving on the wrong side of the highway but yeah (laughs) yeah fuck that it's fucked up but anyways um, so we were talking about pits, but I always like to ask about, um, pit experiences that are either like funny or wild or just like fucking crazy. I, I had one guy telling me about how 
I forget who it was, but someone at Warp Tour was. Uh, they were performing, and they were like, "Do you see those porta potties over there? Go, to, go, fucking wreck them!" And the whole mass <laughs> of people that were watching them migrated over to these porta potties. And it was the <laughs> last day of Warp Tour, so like people had been <laughs> using these porta potties, and it was like the last show. So it's just like, who fucking cares? And they told them to go do it. And they went and destroyed the porta potties, which is just disgusting. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. I, I have a pretty funny one. I was at a show. I was actually playing at the show, and then I was like in the crowd. Uh, it was some hardcore band, like a metalcore band or something. I think it was Wage War, I think, something like that. Some like metalcore band like that. And there was a no mosh pit. It was like indoor, like on this like ski loft kind of thing. Yeah. It was like a festival. And there was a no mosh pit policy, but nobody cared. Uh, so everyone's like going at it and security come by and they're like catching people they're like, Hey, cut it out, cut it out. You can't be doing that. Like, no, no, no. And we don't care. We're like circle pinning and all that. And then it gets to the point where like we start to separate for like a wall of death kind of thing. Yeah. And at this point it started, it's funny. It started with one security guy trying to stop a mosh pit and then it went to two and then three. And then we're like, there's five guys just in the middle of this pit. just like trying to stop people. And it got to the point where, like, we're lining up for a wall of death, right? And they, the, the five security guards stand in the middle of it. <laughs> just in the middle, trying to be like, hey, guys. That's not going to stop like, anyone. In the crowd, I'm like, hey, are we, like, are we still going to do this? That seems a little disrespectful. And then the, the, uh, the breakdown hits and everybody just goes. I'm like, all right, I guess we're just going to squish these poor security guards in the middle of this pit. Like, legit, they were just standing there in the middle of the two sides of probably, like, probably solid 500 people. And we just go <laughs> and <know>. squished them. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. I, I always felt, felt kind of bad, but I was like, hey, listen, I'm, like, no, I'm they, sorry, but. No matter what, like, they'll never be able to stop what's going on. Like, um, a lot of the places I've been to. Metalcore band. Yeah, that down, too. Like, like, what do you expect? <laughs> um. Like the Sinclair never has a barricade up. Um, where else have I been? Uh, a lot of the places I've been don't have barricades, so you can just get up on the stage pretty easily yeah. to like crowd surf and stuff. And I remember I was saw a retirement party at the Sinclair, and they were opening. I I think they were with Prince Daddy. I don't remember, but they were opening or something. And some people stage dived, and they were like, "Hey, don't stage dive, or I'm gonna have to kick you out, whatever." And then when Prince Daddy went up, it was like. Oh, well, we can't stop all these people climbing <laughs> on the, the, like, there's these speakers that you'd have to climb up onto and then get onto the stage, which is just, fu it's not a great way to do it, but that's how you had to do it, so. But, and then, like, when they're like, yeah, keep, hey, I just want to make sure everyone's safe, but keep coming up here and jumping off the stage. What are they, <laughs> what are they supposed to do? And they're not allowed to go back to the Sinclair, Prince oh, Daddy. Man. Yeah, he um he told me when I saw him, we were talking, and he was like, yeah, I'm, we're not allowed to go back there. And, like, I love that venue, but it's, like, a good – it's, like, that's a pretty good compliment. People got that <laughs> rowdy. We're not allowed to go back. But, um, yeah, that – it's just – you can't – you're not going to stop it. It's just always going to happen. Yeah, there's no preventing it, especially with this kind of music. And the, si the signage is just so you can't sue them, essentially. Like, hey, we said so you can't you can't come back and be like, hey, I broke my leg at a show or whatever. But <laughs> be like a waiver or a disclaimer or something. 
I think it's on a it's ticket. Fit. When you buy it, you agree it, to it. Yeah, when like tickets and and then obviously the signage and shit. But but there's the whole like I always call it the wave when they get on and everyone rushes the stage. I fucking hate that, bro. If you're barricaded, it's not as bad. Yeah, I'll say that because you're not getting like shoved into some poor person. Like there's small, <laughs> there's like some people there that are pretty small, and I'm a bigger yeah. guy. Yeah. So, like, I feel bad when that shit's happening. And I'm like, I can't back up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Yeah, fucked up. You're just like, hey, we're sardines for the next two hours. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We don't get to uh this is what life is right now. So, But no, no one ever seems to care and everyone, you know, understands. Like, I've had people try to, like, crawl underneath my legs and shit, too, to get up front. Because, like, I... I'm weird about getting there as early as possible because I want to be barricaded for these certain shows and like you know. Yeah, me too. I was at a front bottom show and someone was trying to crawl up underneath my legs to get in front of me. And I was like, <laughs> like I obviously know what you're trying to do. I'm not gonna let it happen. Like <laughs> I don't know what you like. You could ask, but I'll still say no. But <laughs> it just seems weird. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, what about? You guys, you got any, like, crazy, anything, like, wild? The fucking, the first Palm T show. The smallest <laughs> mosh pit ever. It, just the three of us. Some <laughs> other band. Our friend Jack Downey's in a band called Friday Life. They yeah. were playing. And this was the first time we were all seeing each other. And, uh, like, since, like, COVID, it was the first show back in May. It was our album release party, pretty much. Essentially. Essentially. So that his band starts playing and I uh, start shoving Reese around and I start start shoving Squid around and Squid's this motherfucker just has to be like the buffest man in the room, bro. <laughs> and uh, so uh, actually, it was Reese's fault. Yeah, <laughs> like shoves my bro. leg or something like that. He, he was like holding. We were like holding on to each other, pushing each other <laughs> like this, like having fun. Yeah. And uh, we kind of had our legs twisted up. And Reese just decided he was gonna line back tackle me from like forty <laughs> feet away and knocked me straight. And I must, dude. I may as well have just done like three backflips before I landed on my head. I hit it, hit the ground so fucking hard, and I, I got a concussion, like like a real concussion. At the first show, I got I you got my first concussion. Diagnosed so and everything. Uh, I didn't. I actually. That, this is where the, it gets worse. The bro. fucked up part is that he was never diagnosed until until I, I just got health insurance recently because it uh this, it's just fucked up trying to get it right now. Yeah. And, uh, you gotta finish the two part story, bro. I am, I am, I am. All right. <laughs> so, so a week later, the next weekend, we play our second show at um, my buddy Seb's house, and uh, show goes great. It's outdoors, hydrated. Usually, I get dehydrated. Yeah, you're ready, full stomach. You're ready to like yeah, full physical stomach. activity. Like yep. Yeah. Cause I have yeah, like the weakest, the weakest body known to man. I always get sick. <laughs> so I play, we're playing, I'm going hard as fuck, you know, I'm banging my head, playing rec fun, like playing for the outro and, uh, finished playing. I'm, and I just hand my guitar over to seven of them. He's like, yo, that was so tight. Yo. And, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go lay down, go lay down in his house. I really irritated my concussion from banging my head around uh-huh. laying. I just went into his house when there was no one in there. Not invited. <laughs> just laid down on his kitchen floor trying to cool down. I was like sweating profusely. I was super dizzy and I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> this is it. Up, <laughs> threw up everything that was in me. Oh. Like, like, gave myself a concussion again. Threw up everything in me and just like died. 
And then my buddy Garrett was there. He was like, he get called me. He's like, hey, bro, where'd you go? Like, <laughs> he scoops me off the ground. He's like, oh, dude, we're going to the hospital. I'm like, I, I can't go to the hospital because I threw up every every bit of water in me. Every bit Everything. Of in me. Yeah. With a concussion. So I'm like, he's like, we're going to the hospital. I'm like, oh, I can't get in the car and try to start throwing up again. And there's nothing coming out. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been so dehydrated in your life, but when you have no water in your body, everything starts vibrating, like goes numb. Yep. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, fuck, dude, you got to bring me to the hospital. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. And we were in Rhode Island. I, yeah. I was like, I'm going to fucking die if you don't bring me to the hospital. And I got, dude, I got to the hospital. I thought I was actually going to die. And they just put the IV in me. And I was just like, <laughs> everything was better. You got all your fluids back and shit. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, yep, you have a severe concussion, so you're done. <laughs> and uh, and then I was like, okay, so at the next show, I'll just take it easy. <laughs> so I go to the next show a week, another week later, and essentially the same exact thing happens, and I go to the hospital again. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. The hospital's, the hospital's like, did, did you really just go do that again? <laughs> I thought I was going to be okay. I, like, I was feeling really, I was feeling a lot better. Oh, well, that was really fucking dumb. Okay. Canceled a bunch of shows. And then we played a secret set one time. It was like four weeks after I got my my uh, second hospital visit. Yeah. And uh, and then we were kind of getting in. But, yeah, that was fucked up. The first show that we ever played, as soon as we got off stage, I got a fucking the worst concussion ever. You ever see that, 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 uh, that like, vine or whatever of the fucking... Uh, the kid that hits the other kid with the pillow and he goes like right down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. How fast I hit the ground. It's so fucked up. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> so this guy fucked me up so bad. I still owe him one, bro. Yeah. So did you did you end up going to the hospital when you got it or like did you sleep with a concussion? I, yeah, I slept with it. He walked, he walked it off. He, he, he was convinced he didn't actually have a concussion, so he just like went about his normal life as if he didn't have a concussion, which really fucked him up for yeah. the next week's show. After, yeah, after okay. I hit my head the rest of that day there was no bleeding there was no like nausea or throwing up it was just kind of like wow i just bounced my head like a fucking basketball really fucking hard and I, I don't think i had a really bad concussion until i really was knocking it around and shit at the concert and that was yeah that was what really fucked me up yeah yeah though yeah <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> the more i think yeah. about it the more it's like damn you really took a <laughs> you took a risk <laughs> not after you hit your head. <laughs> yeah, so I will never do that again. I'm just dude the I don't I can't remember the last time I went to a concert besides the one I went to last night and I didn't throw up after and just get like severely ill. I'm just like an old man. He's <laughs> very nauseous. Yeah. That's even a word. I'm very I'm prone to getting nauseous, yeah. It's fucked. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, I got, I felt pretty fucked up after the, the, uh, borns without, born without bones one. Cause that was the first time I was back in a mosh pit. And also I had yeah. just gotten my sleeve done. So like yeah. a day before the show. Oh, so I went and I are, I had been, I sat, yeah, I sat for like <laughs> five hours. So I wasn't feeling too hot regardless. And I went in the mosh pit anyways. And it hurt so bad, but I wanted to mosh so bad because it's been, it was my first show coming back. 
And I had also just like smoked an ungodly amount of weed at the show. <laughs> so like I went to a dispensary and everything because like it's not legal up here. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go. And I had like four joints and I was just all all over the place. And then I get back to the hotel and I'm just like, fuck this. <laughs> well, I'm hungry, bro. <laughs> well, I got back and like ate a chocolate bar and like a bunch of fucking... um. What was it? Like gummy bears or something? Like I don't eat sugar a lot. So like I had way too much sugar and I just felt like ass. I woke up. It was like three in the morning. The people next to me in the room next to me were like watching some TV show like really loud. So I was just like, the fuck's going on? Like what time is it? I have to drive home. Yeah. I almost was like, fuck it. I might as well just get in the car and go back home at this point. But yeah. Yeah. All right. One more story I think is needed from, um, I'm so bad at names for some reason. I'm so sorry. So, uh, Matt Reese. Reese. Uh, okay. Adam. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I like Jesus, squid a lot. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good nickname. A lot of, um, a lot of my mosh pit experiences have been with these guys, but, um, not from a show we played. I just remember. Um, we, we went to go see Together Pangea in Boston. Oh, dude. That was such a And it was, like, we, we, we primarily went to go see, um, Ultra Q. Ultra Q. They, they were, uh, opening, formerly known as Mount Eddie. But, like, oh, man, we just loved them. It was, like, Mount Eddie. No, excuse me. It was, um, Ultra Q, uh, Tailwana Panthers, then, um, Together Pangea. But, yeah. The first two bands, like, they buttered us up so much. It was, like, a floor show. There was, like, no seats. So it was, like, all pit. Yeah. And it was going crazy. But by the time we got to Together Pangea, because everyone was there but Together Pangea, I, <laughs> I, it was, like, it was, like, a battlefield. Yeah. Like, the whole entire, like, hour or whatever set was just a battlefield. Song after song. Like, everyone knew every word screaming around me. And I was in the front, too. Yeah. And I didn't really know the band at the time. Um, it was actually my first time hearing their stuff and just like, it was so loud together. Pangea's <laughs> mix, like their amps, they were the loudest I've ever heard at any band. So very twangy, like trebly, like Fender, super yeah. loud, no ear protection, just getting pushed around by everyone. Couldn't barely could breathe just because like it, I was literally surviving, but like not nearly as bad as like the Joyce Manor stuff. Yeah. I shared a lot of that experience with Matt. It was like really bad, but he pretty much nailed everything on the coffin with that but <laughs> literally they ended and obviously they have like some encore tunes but like the second they ended and i thought they were done i was like okay i gotta fucking go they come back on immediately oh man I get put back in yeah i remember we were like no, <laughs> no! <laughs> and it was it was like sick shit i i think they played sick shit yeah and Everyone knew that. I didn't even know it at the, at the time. It was such a banger, but he didn't even like that. I couldn't at that point. It was like tunnel vision, like I couldn't hear anything. It was just like I need to live. By the yeah. time it was over, <laughs> I my, I had ringing in my ears for like two weeks straight. Like I thought I thought my hearing was totally fucked. I like went to a doctor and everything, and it yeah. was like, no, you're fine. You just gotta. Like I was convinced that I had like developed hearing loss from that night alone. Yeah, <laughs> it's right in music hall in Boston. Right. Oh man! What I a night. I usually I usually wear earplugs when I go. Cause uh, yeah, that 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 taught me to uh, be mindful of my ears and do yeah. that kind of stuff.
I saw the men singers last night. It was super fucking loud. And uh, the dirty nil, which That's is my the favorite name band. of my, my population dynamics professor. The Mr. Menzinger. <laughs> Mr. Menzinger. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, where were they? Uh, they they played at um, the Met in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. It was super. Hard. I've been to the Met. That's sick that they were there. I saw, I saw Billy Joe Armstrong there when he was in the long shot. Really. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, there's like 200 people there. I was this close to touching him. I was like, Ugh! <laughs> it's like my hero. So that, that's... I, saw, I saw two of my heroes there. It was awesome. <laughs> that's where I first stage dived. I saw Mom Jeans and P Daddy there. Really? Yeah. Well, that was, yeah. That was, <laughs> it was fucking insane. Like yeah. the stage only goes up to like my, a little above my knee. Yeah. So like, yeah, and when you're up front, you're like hunched over because you're trying to you're keep like, yourself. Oh. Yeah, you're trying to keep yourself up. <laughs> And yeah, that was a wild show. So that's a great venue. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, like the apartments, there's apartments back there. Like people yeah. live like right next to it. I just think it's so funny that like it never sleep. It's like sleeping next to a train track. Yeah, it's as loud as shit until like <laughs> midnight or whatever. Whenever they have to stop, <laughs> fucking. But like, yeah, that's a real. That's a really nice venue. I remember I was like, I, the show ended like when we were talking about like waters and shit, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it's a ten dollar minimum, no matter what you buy." And they were like, "I was like, well, I just want a water." And they were like, "Well, if you buy a beer and a water, it's ten bucks even." And I was like, "Fine." So I chugged My a beer. The only time I ever enjoyed having a beer too, like I chugged <laughs> some beer because I was just so out of it. I chugged it and then down to water and then fucking left, but. Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do, bro. Yeah, I know. I did. I did. I don't think I finished it, and I just left it there. I just needed to spend ten bucks, but it was like, fuck this, you know, ridiculous. Yeah. But and like the late, like the whole the lady that like was running it, she was all like, she seemed all pissed off. She was like, no, she was like just reading off all the rules and shit, and I was like, no one's gonna follow this. Prince Daddy came. Yeah, Prince Daddy came out, and it was. Fucking no more rules. It was fucked up. Yeah. They started with um what did they open with? Oh, I forgot to take my meds. They opened with that yeah. and it was just fucked. It was so bad. The people just went fucking wild. Like only two hundred people in there, so it's like one big mosh pit and then the people up front. But anyways. Um, all right, into the next one. Uh do you guys have any tattoos? No. I wish. I want one. No one has any tattoos. This is a first. No tattoos. <laughs> we're kind of young. I'm. I'm. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not young. I'm he's 20, not young. Twenty-two. We're 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 in our early twenties. Um, but he. He's a I'm, baby. I'm nineteen. He's nineteen. I'll be oh, okay. Next year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm twenty. I, 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 go ahead. Oh, I, I was just saying I'm twenty-three and I'm, I've, committed too much money to my tattoos. It's kind of bad. Mm. That's, but. That's the thing. I don't, I'm, a, I'm in college. I can't afford yeah. an extra yeah. six hundred dollars to get a sick ass tattoo. I, I couldn't afford, afford it, it, but I'd probably do it if I knew what I wanted. That's yeah. just my only thing. I got some fucked up shit. Um, I always show people this one because it's misspelled. Yeah, I got a front bottoms one. I got a really shitty dagger. Um, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I got the whole Adventure Time sleeve. That's run Wait, can me. I see, can I see that? Yeah. That sleeve? So. I got to adjust the mic so I don't. So 
There's it's oh not completely God. done, but there's LSP and uh lemon grab, BMO on a skateboard. <laughs> um you know what, this will be a lot easier if I just grab this. <laughs> um Marceline, Pep Butt, oh, Betty. Wow, yeah. Coming around to Magic Man and Rusty. it goes awesome. Come on. It goes all the way up. Yeah. Just remove the arm. <laughs> and then there's stuff on wow. the back like Ice King and um, Gold or whatever, but pretty cool. Uh, and then the misspelled one that I have that's just fucked up. And people are always like, oh, what are you going to do about it? And I'm, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So it says, <laughs> yeah. it says happened. There's two E's in the last word. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is two E's. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Some kid I lived with. He had a tattoo machine and he was like, oh, yeah, let me, I'll, I'll tattoo you for free. And I was like, okay. Oh, bro. Sure. If that was, you would have gotten the balls tattoo, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it, just balls on it. Uh, it was, um, I looked at it in the mirror and I was like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, well, what am I going to do? I'm not going to pay to get it removed and I'm not going to pay to like get it covered up. So I'm just going to leave it probably, but it's whatever. It's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. It looks like absolute shit too. Like the line works all fucked up, but I mean, it was like the first time he ever tattooed someone. And it wasn't yeah. like he was a good artist or anything. So I'm not too mad about it. But I'll live with it for the rest of my life. People are always like, what are you going to do? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> it's a tattoo. <laughs> it's, cool. it's a story, I guess, right? It's unique. It's definitely interesting. It's yeah. better than like form a kind live, live, laugh, love. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like the well, fucking... Like, around your shoulder. Yeah. You know, barbed wire. It beats thing. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always think it's funny when I see people with like tribal tattoos on their just their bicep like their upper bicep because it's like i know you got that in the like late 90s early 2000s and you got it in the same place everyone else gets it so like if you end up not liking it at some point you never have to look at it again no one has to look at it i just think it's so funny when i see that those tribal tattoos because they're so fucking lame oh my god i could go on and on about that bullshit look at that one right there that one's good yeah like they're it's all flash yeah. I've always thought about getting like a tramp stamp one because it'd be hilarious. That but would be hilarious. My goal is to be covered by the time I'm like forty, but <laughs> Yo. money yeah, is it's it's not a it's not something I come by a lot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, for you've broken the rec you've you're the first band to not have any tattoos that have come on that has come on. Amazing. Clean baby the skin. First to know sheet music in theory or whatever. And that you've whatever. broken a lot of uh, a lot of barriers today. Yeah, which is good. You're in, you're extremely intelligent, and you have clean, nice, virgin skin. So, virgin skin. I was I was always gonna get one of those um, uh, fiddler above the knee like tattoos. Yeah. Like, like I went out a few years ago. I was really into the frights who uh, have recently been since canceled. Uh -huh. So it's kind of just for, for that. But I was always going to get the fright, like the, the Fiddler style tattoo, but it was going to be the Frights instead. Mm -hmm. It was going to be like my tribute to the Frights because they kind of 
used to really inspire me a lot with the music. The guy from the Frights has a, a Fiddler tattoo above his knee, and that was like him paying homage to the guy from Fiddler, and that was going to yeah. pay homage to the guy. From- yeah, that yeah, got yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That that's not a fun place to get tattooed, though. It hurts. It's like the uh, it's like the elbow. I've heard. I don't have my knees done, but I have my elbows done, and I cried. Close to the bone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's yeah. it's not fun. So if like you ever get a sleeve, you just be prepped to uh, cry, cry when you yeah. get the elbow <laughs> yeah. done. It's not. Yeah. I remember I was sitting there and I was like, I looked at the guy and I was like, this fucking sucks. And he goes, Yeah, I know. And like, there's tears coming out of my <laughs> eyes. And like, I wish I had like a stress ball. My old artist used to have a stress ball, and he was doing something yeah. on me, and I was like, just like, my arm. I woke up the next day, and my other arm was sore too. Because I was squeezing the stress ball so hard, um, but anyways, so what uh, like guilty pleasure music you guys listen to, like individually or like a band, like things that like you wouldn't normally listen to, like outside of your realm. And like I hate using the word guilty pleasure music because it's just like it's what you <laughs> like to listen to. I'm gonna run the bathroom real quick. Okay. I've been slipping up water this whole time. <laughs> Alright, hurry up. Oh, You're know. like my dad. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll start. I mean, honestly, I, I, you can call it a guilty pleasure or not, but I really like those like dream pop like indie groups. Like, well, Beach Bunny's a big one. But, yeah. Like, they're not they're more whatever now. Like, they're kind of on the big scene, but like Snail Mail, it's really good. I just really like female fronted, um, just chill, like just kind of like guitar, bass, drums, music. Yeah. Just really chill. And then on top of that, I, I, um, what's the word? I literally know, like, I unironically listen to, like, classical music, obviously. Yeah. Really love That, that means uh, you're, like, intelligent, though. Well, it's not like people, a guilty pleasure, like. Well, because, like, when people find out, they're just like, oh, okay, that's weird. Like, you do, like, all this, like, cool, like, emo shit, but, like, you do this. Well, like, I don't know. Some people like it, but I guess, and I guess, I don't know. It's not a guilty pleasure because I'm very vocal about it. Yeah. But like, like I mentioned, I'm all into the most extreme forms of heavy metal you could possibly have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm deep in that in that. Scene. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll cite you like a sad Russian guy who makes funeral doom, and it's funny because like people listen to uh people listen to this, like Palm T and all that. It's like, oh my gosh, this this rocks. And we like, or like, I mean, um like a post-hardcore band or playing a cover band. Yeah. And then they drive in the car with me and I'm playing like, I don't know, a list of bands you've never heard of. I guess like Amon Amarth, they're huge. You might have heard of them, the Viking guys who yell. No, so I don't that, know. I'm, I'm, so, Dog, I'm, a, Amarth is huge, I'm so deep into emo at this point that it's just all I listen to. And it's like, I was talking to Arcadia Gray about it too. Um, when people act like what I listen to, like who I'm listening to, I'll just say like mom jeans and Prince daddy and the front bottoms because yeah, that, everyone I'm listening to right now. No, it's, they got like, nobody knows who they all yeah. really are. You know what I mean? It's like people ask me, I say, Oh, you know, heavy metal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you ask, then you go deeper. It's like, well, Oh, so like what Metallica? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. no, um, <laughs> It's atmospheric black metal duo from Germany. <laughs> He's big into like the Euro groups, like yeah. Like, I mean that's you, that's, like, some that's where the stuff or whatever. Oh yeah, I mean for Ga- it's not Gaelic, but uh, Iluvieti, they're a big band. 
They're not really. I guess they are. I guess every band in that genre is underground, but they're like, you know, they they'll sell out a festival for that style of music at any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like folk thing. Enzefurium is like a folk metal band in Finland. They're into like folky stuff. Um, and yeah, a lot of like super sad, depressive stuff too. Advent Sorrow, rest <laughs> in peace. They don't exist anymore, pretty much. Uh, I don't know. Together to the stars. They're really tight. Super sad. There, you might actually like them. It's like emo post punk, but black metal. Okay. It's what? You what? Might dig them. Come on. What? Together what were they? The Where's my pen? Together to the stars. Together to the stars. And yes, right that, I think it's a suicide reference, but <laughs> I'm not sure. But yeah, like super depressed emo. It's almost like punk, but it's also like it, they're weird. They're yeah. kind of interesting. But like that's what I'm all into, and I can't actually talk to it with anybody because I have one friend who's also into that stuff. Oh, that's <laughs> that's the worst part. I got one buddy that listens to like emo Midwest stuff, and uh, he lives in yeah, South Carolina. So I've like, upswing, like they're like emo Midwest emo is like that's starting yeah. to take off. So I saw bit. the guy that does washed up emo. You guys know him. He it's another podcast. It's like a pretty big one that he does like. He's had like the get up kids on and shit. But anyways, um he posted so, like the cycle of it and it's like underground commercial revival and or like underground revival commercial and we're like in the like mid to late stages of revival right now, I guess. From yeah. from what I understand is going on. And I don't like so it's going to we're in that like weird section of that and i get i don't know when the revival started or anything but i don't think it was a while ago but that's all like boring bullshit stuff because i'll always listen to it no matter what phases it's in really but yeah i don't i don't that's another reason why i started doing this because i don't have anyone to talk to about (laughs) (laughs) you're a very intelligent person then because like hey like make your own community then yeah i might start just Make your own parts. A spoof TikTok channel where I just make fun of heavy metal or something. I don't know. (laughs) Taking inspiration with with the Android, bro. It's gonna look like with the Android. Yeah, but like honestly, if you if you understand anything about black metal, it's that lo-fi is kind of what sells. (laughs) So it'll fit the vibe. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's the whole. There's like. Like, the other whole reason I started it, too, was to, like, get smaller bands on and shit and give them something mm-hmm. to go do. Because a, a lot of people have, like, told me, like, oh, yeah, no one reaches out to us or anything and all that stuff. But yeah, it's I, I just like talking about the genre in general. So it's nice mm-hmm. to do instead of sitting and listening to it and thinking, like, oh, man, I wish I didn't live in such a... T- to a place where no one gives a fuck <laughs> and there's that's what i discovered it's like there's like very few people that actually do oh yeah the community is so large because it's all online it's so mm-hmm. when like, you really look into it it's like less than like ten thousand. people it's so sparse yeah. across the country and beyond it's just like so weird yeah. i'm just glad that boston is a place where people stop yeah you know yes. like they go to the if there's a tour, they're most likely stopping in Massachusetts to go do something. Yeah. Which I'm very thankful that I live close enough to it where it's not like a three or four hour drive compared to like some other places, you know. 
like or yeah. even Rhode Island, like it's only two hours from where I am, so it's not like a huge commitment to like have to like oh gotta take three days off of work to drive down to go <laughs> see a concert, you know. But yeah. all right, so I got one more thing. It's a little game I like to play. Um, I got a list of ten artists and bands, and uh, I'm gonna name them off. Just the first thing that comes into your head. It doesn't have to be one word. It could be a sentence. Um, this like first idea, I guess. Um, All right. Okay. Sometimes I have to explain it to people like three times because they just don't get the. They're like, premise. you're gonna invent. <laughs> yeah, here it goes. Yeah, we were right there. We were, like, we're right so there. close. Like, something about the band. Anything. It could oh. be anything. Oh, okay, cool. So, it, like, if you don't know the band, just first thing from like the, the the name of it, or like if you do first like thought, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, that's okay. Um, who I forget who I think it was nice guys couldn't like they missed a few of them, but it was just the dumbest, some pretty dumb shit that they said, which is good. It's all good content, right? All right, yeah. first one, they'll always be on the list no matter what, forever and always. Um, the front bottoms, dad, dad, uh, crash my car, dad, dad, okay. car girlfriend. I should listen to them more. <laughs> okay. I, I'm still deciphering the name. He doesn't know who that is. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't, know, he doesn't know who that is. All right. That is one of the bands I've just not. Yeah, they they were my like doorway. Yeah. Yeah, that into everything. So I'm going to see them soon too. That'll be great. Hell yeah. It's been so long since I've been able to like they. It was so fucked up because before COVID, they did the Champagne Jam. And they did yeah. like small shows and they were going to the Met and a place in Maine. And I had it all planned out. I was going to go to the show in Maine, then leave that show and drive to Rhode Island, spend a night there, then go to the Rhode Island show and then go home. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to make it out to fucking New Jersey or wherever they were doing Champagne Jam. But this yeah, year, Champagne know. Jam's in Rhode Island. So I will be there Hell for yeah. that. Um, and then COVID happened, and I lost even more tickets to shows. It was fucked up. <laughs> but anyways, next up, Lil Wayne. Guitar. Money, Lane. money. Thumb money, guitar money. technique. Money. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, lollipop. Lollipop? Okay. Yeah. I loved it. When I was younger, that was like that was on the radio. Um. All right. Next band, Arcadia Gray. Mosh Pit Girlfriend. Love that song. Tight ass group follows us on Twitter. Awesome. Cool name. We want to be friends with you if you if you're listening. Yeah, and please do please do be listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're really cool. Um, when they followed me on Instagram, I almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> That's so good. Um, oh, the other thing I asked them about like the Steven Universe verse that's in there, and that yeah. was all like happenstance <laughs> okay like when she was writing the song she was like oh wait a minute this could fit so she put it in <laughs> which is i thought That's it was like funny because i always thought about that i was like how like when did like did you write it meaning to do it or did like it just happen so yeah so um all right Next band, Mom Jeans. Oh. I liked it. Decent drummer. <laughs> Best drummer. 
one of the best drummers around, and uh, their best song is Season 9, Episodes 2 and 3. Tight-ass harmonies when they do them, and my girlfriend really fucks with them. Yeah, universally liked. Mom Jeans is great. I'd have to argue Girl Scout Cookies is my favorite song by them, but... Which one? Girl Scout Cookies. Okay, yeah. Or Sobs Quietly. I like that song, yeah. I love that song, actually. I don't know. I think that's the one I didn't like, because it was, like, too much... Too much emo in a song, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, never too much emo, Squid." Again, it is. You're just like, ah. some. Yeah, I, I can, I can see what he's saying. I like it because it's really sad. It's like, add some poetic innuendos. That song is just like, ah. <laughs> but whining. that's that's just Eric's voice. He's just mm. whiny. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Oso oh, oso. Oh, rest in peace, dude. Oh rest yeah yeah. Maloney, um, bassist, guitar player. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, I know, just like, 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 that's my word, bassist. Oh, that's his word. Um, when, when we saw, um, Prince Daddy in New York a couple weeks ago, uh, Corey made a shout out to Tavish, so that was cool. Um, when we went to the Maxfield show, the bassist of Oso Oso was in, what, the, uh, Jofus. Jofus, yes. Yeah. No, the singer, the singer, uh, I don't, yeah, Jade sure. was, Jade, yeah. yeah he was... that, that's why I said bassist, because I know bassist, or maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. They, and were, I'm just they, were, they sing in Oso Oso and play bass with Jokus. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that's why. It's the only reason why I said that. <laughs> you got anything? Is it, yeah, no? Know. Okay, okay. Sounds <laughs> like an island band. The, the silence <laughs> answered that like, one. Oslo is the capital of Norway, so Oso Oso. Yeah, okay, okay. This is, like, this is like a job for Squid. He clocks in and plays the drums, and then he goes home and he drinks milk. He <laughs> that, yeah, that's fun. The The only reason I know why I know also is the capital of Norway is my job, what I do for work. We use this program that, like, you can put questions into, like, things or whatever. Like, it's real boring to explain. But an example question is... What is the capital of Norway? And I see it almost every day. It's the only, yeah, <laughs> you learn you learn a lot of stuff doing bullshit. Um, all right, born without bones. Bones uh, without born. No structure. <laughs> no structure. <laughs> you you just full of criticism. <laughs> no, I didn't, like, they don't have any bones. No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Music before I don't know. No, but he totally is a dick. Tuttle. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking dick. Sometimes. Uh, what do I have to say about Born Without Bones? I I was never into them as much as maybe I should, but I remember one time, I I uh, I was taking a nap and I had put them on on my sounds, that's a cool my Amazon Echo. Cool. I was like, hey, I'll put the, like their album Baby. Yeah. And I put it on. And I remember listening to it all the way through and thinking it was really, 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 really good. But never really revisit it until I saw them live. And then I was yeah. like, okay, well. Actually, while they were playing, I saw you were hanging out with Corey. <laughs> I think I was chilling out. Because you guys were in like the corner of the uh, the venue, right? Yeah. I was over by where the uh, the van was somewhat. And yeah. I was standing over there. And then I, I moshed when they played Stone. And then I went back. Because that was the only song I knew by them, really. Yeah. So, like, I don't really like moshing and not being able to yell lyrics, you know? So then I yeah. went back. So That's when I put 
do, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh that was a very fun show. They're really cool. I talked to like the guy the like guitarist's like brother in law or something. And like his baby <laughs> was there. Did you see the lady with the baby? I might have. I honestly might have. So there's a lady with like a like what looked to be a newborn, very small baby. And, and the baby had like a head. It had right? a head, head had um earmuffs on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so funny because yeah, the lady was like rocking to the music, which made it look like the baby would rock with it with the mom. So yeah. it looked like the baby was rocking with the music too. <laughs> the baby's like, I want to go home. I just think yeah. I remember comp- that like I was just I think I was talking to my girlfriend or whatever when we were there. And I was like. Who brings a baby to a show like this? That's what there was a, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And then there was a young baby last night at the Menzinger show. That's just wild to me. I used so fuck speaking about like little kids at shows. I got two here. So I went to see the front bottoms in Boston at the House of Blues. This was like three or four years, maybe five years ago. And there was these like kids, young kids. 12 years old you know small enough that it's like they should not be in the on the floor at this show and i forget who was opening for them but they were pretty like it was like a large punk band so like two guitars a bass a drummer and then the singer and the parents were there they were able to hold off the like crowd for that band so they thought they were all like set and then the front bottoms come on and they get fucking railed like oh, up to the front and like i felt so bad because like the kids were crying and shit but i was also like what did you expect was gonna happen you were fucking like you brought your children to this and put them like in the front they like security ended up having to pick them up and take them out and then the parents like fought their way out of the uh crowd but i remember like thinking like i mean it was coming I don't, <laughs> I don't feel too bad. <laughs> and I used to work at um, Meadowbrook. I did photos for them, and I did photos for the uh, Kids Bop concert. Like there was literal <laughs> children. They were like little, like babies and shit. And yeah, it was a fuck. It was a weird show. They so they weren't selling any alcohol, but you could get a bracelet and you could get one beer or like one mixed drink. Um, that they were given to the parents. I was just like, what the fuck? But they, uh, the bass, it was so loud still. Like, way too <laughs> loud for children. And there was, like, babies. And, they, you know, they had the big earmuffs on. But I was like, yeah, Jesus funny. Christ. All right. Free throw. Going to see them. I have tickets to go see them in basketball. Dog leg. And is Charmer with them? Oh, I wish. I, that, that's why I bought the tickets. I wanted to go see Charmer. They're like one of my favorite bands, but they're not stopping at that show. They're not oh, they're not. Is that the one in? Where's that one at? It's in. It's. I think it's at Brighton Music Hall. Okay. In Boston. In Boston. Yeah. Uh, gonna be Bad Luck instead of Charmer. Oh. Uh, but. Yeah. 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 Still be a pretty cool show. Um. All right. And, yeah. I just. Uh, I wish I listened to them more or knew more about them. Pop yeah. Punk, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I, I have listened to them, but I don't remember. Sometimes it just blends in. I'll put them in at work, my my AirPod, and then yeah, listen. You know. 
Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of free free throw. It's not a big, you know. They're good. There's like a yeah. song from the the pizza. Is that the right band? <laughs> There's a I don't know. Whatever. It's not even worth me <laughs> saying so people can't get upset. So ignore what had just been said from my mouth. Um All right, Maxiel. My cousin knows a guy that knows their guitarist. Would uh the which one? The one with red hair or, or uh, Beat Beats me. Uh, I just got a message from him when I went to go see him, and he was like, "Hey, my buddy <laughs> knows the guitarist," and I was like, "Sick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a great like blue collar kind of band. Show up and do really good every time. Yeah, just do what you have to do. Super chill, amazing stage presence, great, drummer. amazing music in general. Synergy. They have a lot of synergy together, and you can tell, especially on on that set we saw. Yeah. Really tight group, love them. When I saw them at when that show we were at in Boston, um, I was buying one of their shirts, and I didn't realize that the bass player was selling it to me. I was like, "Thanks, bro, later." Well, and then I play. That's the playing. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> the worst because like I've bought and stuff from. It was before I knew who Joel was, and I bought stuff from him when I went to go see Mom Jeans, and. I'm pretty sure I bought this shirt from Jake from Counterintuitive. Yeah. yeah, and I just yeah. didn't know because I've never seen like an act. I've seen pictures of him, but like in passing yeah. when he's with other, you know what I mean. So it's like I always kind of feel like an asshole because I'm such a fan. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. I'm not about to be like, hey, I don't really know. But are you Jake from Counterintuitive? I just feel like I'd feel weird doing it because I'm just an anxious I, 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 piece of shit. But I was like, I was like, you're Jake, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I wanted to plug the band so bad, but I didn't. But I, he hooked me up. That was so nice. I, he had, um, he had a, he had a table where you could name your price for what, like, name whatever price. Yeah, you yeah, for. yeah. Not, if there was a Prince Daddy hat on there. I was like, how much for the hat? He's like, it's name your price. I'm like, okay, bro, I'll give you ten bucks for it. He's like, really? Okay, well, I'll throw in this. Uh, I was like, okay, ten bucks. How much for the hoodie? He's like, if you're gonna pay ten bucks for the hat, I'll just throw in the hoodie for free. So, I have, so I have a counter oh hoodie God. for free. He just gave it to me, and then I bought that shirt you have on. Too. Yeah. So he hooked me right up. Such a nice dude. I bought. Yeah, I got the mom jeans hat that was over there. What oh, did you? you yeah. Got, was it the that. Was it the Cosmic Thrill Seekers one? The, hat? Yeah, the purple one. Yeah, I thought about getting that one, but I wanted the mom jeans one, and then I ordered a. Prince Daddy one when that dropped. So merch is my weakness. Yeah, the, the I have to, Yeah, I have to buy a uh, shirt every time I go. And I bought the hat cuz it was like name your price. So I was like, okay, so it was like 20 bucks. It was $10 shirt, $10 hat. So I was like, here you go. Yeah, worked but, out. Yeah. He seems cool. I'd love to actually like meet him knowing who he is. <laughs> but <laughs> He'll be there at the um at the Gami show. He'll be there at the yeah. Mom Jeans show in Boston it, when they go on tour. He's gonna be there. I talked to him and he was like, "Yeah, I'll be there. I'll, I'll see you there, Reese." Yeah. And he probably doesn't know who I am anymore. But yeah. we're gonna have to plug the band, bro. We're gonna have to <laughs> that, plug the band. That's funny. You, no, this is this is the game plan. I'll go up to him first and I'll be like, "Hey, have you heard of pomegranate tea?" And then I'll talk <laughs> to him and then I'll leave and then you just run into him and be like oh hey <laughs> wearing a shirt that says we're pomegranate we are we are 
be a funny thing, like for a stage get up, is yeah. have a shirt that says "We Are from T." It is like it's like a it's like an Austin Powers gag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um. Yeah, but that'll <sighs> that'll be a sick show. I'm really looking forward to that because that's like yeah. three bands that I don't have to stop being hyped to see. And it just gets yeah. better and better as it goes up. I don't know. I think I'm a little more excited for Gami than uh I am so Mom excited jeans. for Gami. Like, it's gonna be fucking like, wild. I was to go to a show they were doing in April of twenty twenty when then COVID happened and then I couldn't go. Um but th- I've been waiting to see them since before COVID. So this this is like this is my landmark point cool, of bro. life where I'm like, Okay, like this is like the highest point of life right now. Like we've just <laughs> been through like the shittiest year and a half. I'm here seeing my favorite band. I'm going to go fucking crazy. Yeah, it's going to. Oh, man, I'm so excited. And then did you guys see that the uh, the hot mulligan tour with Prince Daddy and Sincere Engineer? Got tickets to that. <laughs> did you get tickets to both? Uh, wait, are they, are they on the There's, same night? No, so they do the 8th and the 9th. One at Brighton and one at Big Night Live. I got the ones to Brighton. The, the ones yeah. to Brighton. I I bought both. <laughs> well, they were both for Brighton. And then one, they were like, okay, we need to upgrade you to Big Night Live for one of them or something. So that'll be fucking insane. I'm excited to see Sincere Engineer. I've never seen them, and I've always wanted to. That's, but, yeah, it's going to be good. All right. So I just did Maxiel, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jofus. Since we, I've I've wanted to ask that one, but n- literally no one would know except you guys, because I know that you were there. So I thought it was cool. I kept the whole time they were playing. I was like, I noticed that Corey was singing with a, a different tone of voice. He wasn't doing like his like 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 screeching like scream. Yeah, pretty much the whole time. Get out like once or twice, which was cool. I thought it was cool. I don't know. I I didn't even know what to, to expect. But I yeah. think I was I was thoroughly impressed. It was like kind of almost spooky. Yeah. Looking forward to whatever they do, like whatever more that they release. Um, I think it's very um interesting, kind of like one of a kind sound that they're pulling. Yeah. And like a lineup of people too from like great bands. The drummer was from Maxiel and shit. Like, and yeah. then um, there was like two other guys that I wasn't sure where they were. What else they uh, were from, but. There was Kississippi and... Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. I forgot where those other guys were from. My buddy Garrett knew, but couldn't fucking remember. They, like, said it during their set, but... Yeah, they they named, they named off everyone that was helping them out. Um, When they were... When I went to go see him when they were doing, like, that tour, he was using a, uh, like, an analog synth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Was that was, that was, was really cool to see him using shit. What do you have to say, Squid? He hasn't yet. Dude. Jo- what was the band name? Jofus? Yeah. It sounds like the uh, the ancient Roman uh, historian Josephus, but that's all I know. I don't know. <laughs> this is what it's like. I like it. Any conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Literally any conversation. It just like, it evolves into like a history. Thing. <laughs> and it always falls like, yep, yeah, that's like the Greek gods. All right. Last band, um, Prince Daddy and the Hyena. Forgot to take my meds. Their best song, well, 
okay, not their best song. My favorite song is um, "Wish I Could Control All Delete My Life." And also yes, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, Lauren. Lauren hits song. home because I I was in love with a girl named Lauren. No, 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 no. Honestly, I don't even fucking care. I'm, I'm never gonna see her again. Fuck you, Lauren. But I hope you're vibing. <laughs> we ever get like like surfaces up in a couple of years. But <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, I love Control Alt Delete. <laughs> is he looking him up? He just it, he just looked him up on Spotify. Hidden track follow. is the most popular song. <laughs> he, he, like, track, so yeah. much for a hidden. He said so to himself, good. "I forgot to take my meds today." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brock Chad has to be one of my favorite ones. I love that one. Only I think it's only because of the line about uh him shoving his gay jeans up uh, his boss's ass or whoever he's talking about. I love that line. Um, but uh, a fun fact, I don't know if you guys know, Hidden Track was... Um, no, no, no. Sorry. I thought you didn't... That record would be the yeah. second one. Yeah, that would be the set. I thought you didn't like leaving was mastered, recorded, and everything before, yeah, Yeah. all of that. It got held up in some legal shit. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I don't know if I read that or I saw that in an interview or something. That's like one of the things I fucking tell anyone I'm talking about. Like, hey, did you actually know this about it? Yeah, I always, <laughs> I always bring it up because I think it's so, it's so cool, and it's also like it's so polished and stuff, and why it's yeah, so that's good. A great date. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's all I have. Um. <laughs> you guys are under an. It's an hour and a half. The record right now, as it stands, is like two and a half hours. Um, oh, no, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I had one go two hours, and then last uh, Friday, no, Thursday, Arcadia Gray went two and a half, which is fucking wild. And then they were like, fuck, we still got to go practice. <laughs> and it was like nine o'clock. But um, So if you guys have anything to plug... Or anything to say. Now is the time. Plug the episode, but they won't see it in time. Yeah, that's all we have to plug is um, a Halloween gig with Ogbert the Nerd. That shit's crazy. Hopefully that went well. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Hopefully hopefully it went pretty well. (laughs) If you were there, hi. Uh, Where is it? Alchemy. Alchemy in in Providence. Providence. In Providence? Okay. Okay. I'll look into that. I love going to shows, so. It's 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 like a dive bar, so, like, it's it's a great venue. It's going to be hard. I've been there a couple times. Sweet. All right. Well, thank Um, you. Oh. No, it's, you know, um, if we don't have them out by the time this releases, but we're we're working on a new merch soon, so we're kind of in, like, the drafts, but uh, a lot of people have been asking for merch. Uh, yes. We're gonna deliver soon. It's coming. <laughs> nice <laughs> on shirts are coming on Bandcamp or. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna drop it on Bandcamp. That's just okay. the easiest way. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you. I really appreciate um, you guys coming on. It's great. Thanks for having us. Thanks and for having us. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, of course. Uh, you guys are always welcome back whenever you're <laughs> dropping anything new or just want to come on. Um, I'm scheduling for November now, so, but, okay. which would yeah. end up coming out, you know. Awesome. But, 
great, sweet, amazing. I'll see you guys in November because um, I'll be at that show. And then I'll probably see you again in December because I'll also be there. Uh, I stick out pretty hard. Bad. I have an Adventure Time sleeve and a green mullet. So it's very hard. <laughs> it's hard to miss what I look like. Um, all right. I'm going to play this song again. I'm going to end it like I end every um, episode. This was the emo van. Uh, one day, maybe I'll actually be doing it out of a van. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Uh, bye. Yeah.